Hello, hello. Bonjour and welcome to the Cavern Fever podcast. We are both in a thriving mood today, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Well, today. Today for you, coming... it's yesterday as well. Yeah, I haven't slept. Oopsie. But that is a running theme for this week. Woo. Anyway, today we're coming to you from a really special place that mm-hmm. may have been tainted this week. It's green. It's expansive. It has little sand pits in it. And you go there to hit a little white ball into little holes. <laughs> It's where big strong men go when their teams want them to not hear important news anywhere near the general public. Wait, I'm going to try and do a, a noise. Oh, God. Is that ready? Honestly, pretty good. Yeah, actually very good. Thank you. Yeah, we are at the one place that I needed a live stream from this week. The golf course. <laughs> <sighs> what a fucking week. What a week. You didn't know this because I edited it out, but last week we recorded a whole little bit in the intro being like, next week we won't be discussing current events, so don't even ask us about it. Because we thought, like, we, we were living in fear, we just didn't want to think about it, um, but fuck that, Biden won. That's right. The biggest <laughs> win for this week Truly. is that somewhere out there at this very moment, Donald Trump is feeling like absolute shit, and that is all we can hope for in the world. Yeah. And the best twist in the entire history of the world that literally no one would believe if it were written in fiction <gasps> is the fucking Four Seasons total landscape. Sensational. Like we've all sensational. You all know. You all know. We won't rehash it anymore. But phew, we are. We wow. are delighting in every moment of this. We, sure we really are. are. We sure are. I have another win just to make things less global. Um, more about me. Oh, more about moi, as always. Uh, I have been knitting a scarf. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. And I'm really relying on my um, dear father to not listen to this. I don't think he ever would. Um, but I have been knitting a scarf for my dad um, since year 11, which, not to give away my age a bit, but it was... 2009. 2009, yes. Um... <laughs> So you might be like, is this a really intricate scarf? Is there some like really interesting pattern? Is it really long? It's a solid red scarf. It's just a plain red scarf. Um, Although, you know, a bit of an intricacy is that it is somehow five centimeters longer at a wider at one end than the other. And you know where that is? Because you picked the tiniest thread and the tiniest needles and made it as hard as possible for yourself. I did. And also I have ADHD and that is why it takes over a decade to knit a simple red scarf. That's one of the reasons, yeah. One of the reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the wool is such a different color on either end. Oh, uh, because, yeah, have a look at it. Go I on. don't want to. Um, I've just suffered through this for so many years. Fair. Every time you rediscover it, you're like, I'm going to finish it. But what happened this time? I did finish it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the win. So, what's your wine? My wine. I went two. So, my first one is like, it's a middle ground. Because uh-huh. it's not really a wine. It's more of just like a roast. Mm-hmm. And it is how we as English speaking people pronounce the name of the city of Paris. Because it should be Patty every time. And you might be like... But genuinely. So here's the thing. With other cities around the world, like, we just change the name. Like, we don't say Venezia. We just go Venice. Yeah. We've changed the name to make it English. Yeah. With French words, we try to pronounce them. Like, you don't see many people going around, like, croissant. Yeah. They go, croissant, right? Yeah, croissant. But with the city of Paris, we didn't change the spelling, and we don't try and pronounce it French. Mm-hmm. It's literally us just reading the word Paris and going, Paris. As if we were going croissant. Yeah. Bag wet. So that's just something that I've really just been, it's been sitting in my brain. Every time I see the word Paris recently, I'm like, I'm being an absolute. Yeah. 
Cretan by saying it this way. That's fair. Yeah. Mine are both somewhat political related, but one is that... Mine is not. I am so upset because I was watching um, Kamala and Joe Biden's little victory speeches, Mm -hmm. and they're so good. A tear may have shed, you know? A little weepy weep for the future of America. And then suddenly they're playing Coldplay. And then I'm bloody white woman in her 20s crying while listening to Coldplay. And I did not need that in my life. But it has now happened and I can't take it back. Here's and the, the sky was full of stars, man. Okay. I, I fell asleep between the, the victory. I was awake for the victory. But by the time the speeches happened, I was out for the count. Mm-hmm. So I heard Fiona's account of the Coldplay thing ruining the moment before I watched the speeches. That Coldplay did not kick in until quite late in the game. Oh, what? So I can't weep for like 45 minutes straight, Maddie? <laughs> Apparently you can. But I was just saying, I was really <laughs> expecting them to like have like just straight up Chris Martin as like... soon as the confetti comes down. But mm-mm. Oh, there was just there was so many little moments like when Hunter comes down just a little boy like, hey y'all, I'm like, ugh, my heart. Mm-hmm. Kamala walking her little nieces and nephews out, ugh, my heart. You know, like they just stabbed me so many times that I couldn't control necessarily when the, the whip moment was done. <laughs> so that's a, that's one line yeah um my other one is that i asked google to play um this actually is a valid one yeah uh i asked google to play fuck donald trump um because you know fuck donald trump uh and the old google does not um want to play you the explicit version and so the version that it just plays is donald trump yeah, yeah. Donald Trump. And it just sounds like it's hyping him up. It's going, yeah, Donald Trump. Instead of fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. And so it just really seems like they're hyping him up and that's the exact opposite energy. It very sinister. Like, at least give me heck Donald Trump, you know? Mm. Screw Donald Trump. Or just a beep. Just a beep. A beep. A solid yeah. beep to let us know there is there's a, a curse a word. There's a cuss word right in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that is my other line. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe that's just a sign to start manually putting on your own music instead of expecting the robot lady to do everything for you. No. The okay. future is here. The future is now. That's fair enough. Um, my <laughs> other one is that the Nespresso Christmas flavors suck. When you have someone like Starbucks leading the way and saying, here's a shitload of Christmas themed flavors. Just following their wake. The staples are like gingerbread. Yeah. Like a toffee nut. Just go down that route. It's not hard. They do one called Hazelino something that I have. Hazelino muffin. Mm-hmm. That's not a Christmas one, but they've done it. Yeah. It's not that hard to do a Christmas flavor. It and they also did a pumpkin spice one that came out like the the day after I did my last order. Uh-huh. And that was sold out. But honestly, I'm not a PSL fan. So that wasn't like a crushing blow. But it's just like, if I can't have Starbucks this year, because I just can't justify going into the center of the city, which is where like all seven of our Starbucks are, why can't Nespresso pull it off? Yeah. You know? I am really missing Starbucks. Like, yeah, me too. Just the vibe. I know. Just the... <sighs> Look, I, I know it's such a basic white woman thing, but I just, yeah. I love it. I love it. And we don't want to hear your opinions on it because, like, honestly, the this year, Starbucks could be on film, like, Drowning a Baby, and I could probably turn a blind eye at this point. <laughs> yeah. Fiona's and not going to agree openly with that sentiment on air. But <laughs> It's more of, like, we both like good coffee as well. Like, we're both from Melbourne. We both like good coffee, but we also just enjoy Starbucks. So you don't it's go to a Starbucks different for thing. coffee. You yeah. go to Starbucks for, like, caffeinated sugar. Yeah, and for the vibe of the place. Yeah. And for a fancy little 
Christmas tree. A little treaty or just a non Sugar free vanilla tree. syrup. Like, it's a great time. We used to live near the best fucking Starbucks. Yes, yeah. it was in the middle of gangland territory like our house was. We just had to do a quick stroll through gangland territory. And we were fine. Yeah. There, sometimes the street would get shut down between our house and the Starbucks because of a murder. Yeah. But usually, great Starbucks. Yeah. I feel like because the Starbucks was the sign of something normal in that area too. Like we have to go through the gangland and then after the Starbucks it was pretty safe. It was like, pretty fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's our little intro. And we thought everyone this week has just had so much of just thinking about the world. Mm-hmm. No matter what is going on, whether you're in lockdown in the UK or you've just like had the most stressful week of your life in the US or you're in one of the other countries where people listen to us at a smaller percentage than those two countries in Australia, you've had enough. So we're going to take that weight off your shoulders. And this week, instead of talking about the world, we're going to talk about us. us. But you know what, Maddie? It's a bonding exercise. Great. Just what we really need at this point in time. We, you know, we get to know each other. We first moved in together six and a half years ago. Shit, Wow. Thank God I've invested in skincare this year. Um, <laughs> but you know what? There's always room to know more about each other. Yeah. Do you remember that time that we um, got so mad at unnamed person? when we were I'm in, like, which one is it going to be? Um, we were in an Uber on the way home, and he was like, you guys definitely don't know everything about each other. And we, oh were, like, God, yes. and we were like, I think we do. This is a dude who we know who is like the ultimate, like, fucking devil's advocate. He's the worst. Um, and he was like, no, there's definitely, like, a secret that one of you has that would, like shock the other and we're like absolutely not yeah i'm like i just don't think that's true and then like first of all you're really overestimating just how many secrets we have yeah and second of all like we we mm. and also we're on the same level of like fucked up that like you're the only person who would tell a lot of those secrets too yeah and i think he assumed that like we would sit around and have like a powwow and like be emotional and be like here's my secret but it's yeah. more just like if i had a dark secret i would just open the door and be like here's my fucking secret yeah and then we'd be like ugh and like go back into our own room yeah nice try unnamed listener imagine he's listening he wouldn't be he he's absolutely too busy won. learning how to cook Uh, (laughs) anyway so we're going to bond further and we're going to ask each other 36 questions to fall in love we are not going to do the staring into the eyes at the end because that's just so uncomfortable yeah and also we both have adhd so we can't look at each we are not even looking at each other in the eye right now yeah have Uh, you ever done this quiz with someone i haven't i know you have on a date to like really yes you did you told it wasn't it wasn't on a date it it, it was with a random guy and we did hook up but it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't on a date anyway um, the premise of this, if you didn't know, there are 36 questions where apparently if you answer them honestly with someone and then at the end of it, you stare into each other's eyes for ages, then you'll fall in love mm-hmm. unless it's like completely impossible and you're really incompatible. So we're like, let's just answer these questions cause it'll be fun. And like you guys will fall even deeper in love with us. Exactly. I think that's the main thing that we want from this. You guys to fall in love with us. We'll be, we'll be honest. We'll be vulnerable. We'll bear our souls. And also I've been up all night, all week watching CNN. So we didn't have anything else planned. That That's also true. Yeah. Let's just dive in. Maddie. Mm-hmm. Question one. If you could invite anyone in the world to dinner, who would it be? Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Anyone in the world. Um, including the heavens. Okay, these are actually exist. difficult questions. Yeah, no, I know. There's no, just one person? It really question. depends on the angle, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do they have truth serum? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay, it's not, okay, It's a normal okay. conversation. There's a scheming angle of like, do I invite Bezos and then just like really like... M- Manipulate them. Manipulate yes, the shit yes, out of them yeah. and then save the climate. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to go for Michelle Obama. A classic. I'm sure it's been answered with that a million times. But what a vibe. 
She is great. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. and this is really funny to me because something I've noticed is that we've mentioned this person multiple times. Is on it the Angelina podcast. Jolie? No, but just so you know, that is the first celebrity that always comes to Fiona's mind. <laughs> For purely selfish reasons, mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, sort my whole life out, yell at me with your magic mind control. <laughs> Fair. Over some couscous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like trying to think of like, I just, I think I would just invite Jake from Little Mix, actually. I'm just being honest. I think I'd have a hoot. Yeah, this is a thing. Neither of us are going to have a deep answer to this question. Yeah. So we should just move on. Hi there, Editing Maddie here. Just popping in to let you know that I have given it some thought um, over the past 15 seconds editing this clip. And I do believe that my actual answer to this question would be um, literal Jesus Christ. Like actual Jesus the man. Um, just to have a chat, just to grill him about what went down during his lifetime, dispel some rumors. Just like find find out. What's the 411 from the source? Um, or a similar historical figure. Someone with a little bit of, of mystery and intrigue that's far enough back in history that no one else is ever going to be able to cover this ground. Um, failing that, if Jesus is um, unavailable, probably Jack the Ripper. Would you like to be famous and in what way? See, my answer to this has changed as I've grown older. Oh, wow. Someone's, think, you've matured. Well, I've become more You're fearful. You're like, now I want to be more famous. No, no, I've become more fearful. <laughs> I, uh, and I've realized that with fame comes, like, just people full on trying to kill you yeah. and your life becoming a living hell. Knowing who you are. Um, so I think I'd like to be successful mm-hmm. and, like, respected. Yes. And acknowledge that I am good at things. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, I do not want to be the level of famous where, like, I have to be afraid Fair. Like, I would say that achievement is much more important to me now than fame. Yeah. I don't want to be famous in a way that I'm like, if I don't end up famous, it's going to be upsetting to me. Yeah. Um, but if I did, if I was famous, I would want it to be for making an impact in my industry, but mm. also in ethical ways. So, like, if I pioneer some sort of social media thing, and that helps the world somehow. Yeah. Like, I would want it, it would have to be ethical and work-related like those are the fields that are interesting to me to be well known for yeah mine would need to be like i make something and people acknowledge that it's great yeah before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why yes i don't i don't do it out loud but i think about it in my head because i hate talking on the phone yeah and i want to get it over with as soon as possible i'm the thing is right i'm fine with um calling people Mm. and like I can, like, literally, I'm happy to just pick up the phone and call anyone. Mm -hmm. No question. But the one thing I have always been awful at was when I worked in retail or hospitality, if I had to answer someone else's phone, it's like a store phone, and I don't know who's calling, I, like, I hate it. Which is so weird, because I love public speaking, I love talking to a million Mm -hmm. people, I love calling people, no problem. It can be people I don't know, but the second I'm answering someone else's phone and I don't know who's on the other end, hated it to the point that they would literally write down, like, a little... Um, like speech for me to say where it's like hi you've called yeah. insert retail store here da, da, da. like I had to have like a little script um, yeah I just hate talking on the phone and it doesn't come naturally to me so even if I'm calling like my aunt in my head I'll be like what's the what's the point what am I trying to say yeah. here it's not like on it's not a conscious thing but I 100% do it yeah what would constitute a perfect day for you and please don't do it like when I think a perfect day I'm like you can feel it from top to bottom. Yeah, You're like no. flying to different countries. Mm-mm, no, my perfect day isn't like there's no set activities. It's just like a sense of real accomplishment at the end. Oh my God. Okay. That's not mine. So I would wake somewhere where it's like 
snowy. Right. So I have like my perfect bedroom setup that's always in my mind where it's like glass all around and there's just like trees. Just that one place in Finland basically. Essentially, but I'm like really high up. Right. And then downstairs, um, I've just got loads of friends there and brunch is all set up. Mm-hmm. So we have a big brunch and then I go skiing for half the day and then I fly. You know, before it used to be like I'd fly to a music festival and have like a really good like summer vibes music festival. Mm-hmm. Now I think I would actually rather go to like a tropical island with some very close friends and just like drink cocktails on the beach and chill. Yeah, I don't. I don't have like, to unwind that. from my day of skiing. Like and I, I do think because I could do a bunch of things that are in my head. I'm like, I love doing that, but still have a shit ass day. I really think that I think like, that's my perfect, perfect day. day is just like wake up relatively early, get a bunch of shit done yeah. very early, and feel really productive, and then just like hang out and like be in Italy or something. Yeah, and like go to sleep. I just it's a a feeling. Yeah. Because I just would want to feel like I've accomplished something and like had a good time and like I'm not crippled by anxiety. Fair. Yeah. When did you last sing to yourself? Or or it says like sing to yourself and then to someone else. <laughs> well, I serenaded you right before we um yeah, recorded all the time. Yeah, Maddie was like, "Let's test the microphone." I was like, "Hi there, editing Maddie again." Um, you know what? Instead of us talking you through the clip, I'm just gonna insert it here. Hello, this is Madeline speaking. And this is Fiona. Sometimes I like to do a little sing-song, and sometimes I get a little excited like this. Yep. <laughs> I also, I always sing when I'm um, anxious. Like, if I'm uncomfortable talking, like, that wasn't an example of that. But if I'm uncomfortable talking about something, I'll be like, I don't like the way this makes me feel. And Riley's like, stop singing. I was like, no, because it reminds me of this. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. That really is a coping mechanism. Little old co- yeah. You know what? If I can flaunt my talents while coping with things, it's not a beautiful thing. Jesus. <laughs> what about you, Maddie? I don't remember. Which coming from me is honestly Upsetting. the biggest red flag of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Will's always home. Yeah. And like as much as I am truly the songbird of our generation. I like to sing when I'm by myself. So probably like a few days ago. I'll be like, I'm the songbird of our generation who will sing exclusively to Alone. moi. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone who has heard me, much like exactly the same from Stepbrothers, everyone tells me I'm great. So. <laughs> if you were able to live to the age of 90, this is a question, by the way, I have not processed that people don't live to 100. So it's going to be pretty shocking we to me. We won't when... be processing that. We won't be processing that. Um, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? I think body mm. because my grandma is like in her 90s. My other grandparents are like in their 80s. Yeah. The mind is still there. Whereas like I would love to know that my body is still just functioning. Not for like yeah. vanity, but like it's still working well. Yeah, for sure. I think that's like, I always used to say mind because my grandma, like the one who has passed, she was like in her 90s mm-hmm. well and truly. Um, and my other hasn't hit her 90s yet. But like they're all very switched on. Yeah. Like the fact that my grandparents are in their 80s and like they're very, very switched on. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, genetically, I think I'm going to be pretty chill. Yeah. But so I used to be like, mind, like, that's the most important. But I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, your body gets achy. I'd, like, the thought of a hip replacement is the most terrifying thing to me after pregnancy. Like, yeah. no thank you. Um, so, yeah, I think I would actually say body now because fuck it, I'll just be a little dumb person who can still go on hikes. <laughs> That'd be nice. But, yeah, mainly I'm like, I would like my to retain the body to support the mind that I'm ha- I will be happy to have. Yeah. Yeah, no, Rather I agree. than, like, being trapped in a body that doesn't work. 
Yeah, and being smart enough to be aware of that. Yeah. By the way, if you're like, these don't add up to 36, I've given Fiona instructions to skip any questions that um, are about death because I just can't handle that. I haven't slept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. We have a lot of we the have same... too much in common. Yeah, we... Do we have the same opinions on, like, people? Yeah. Okay, oh, so one... Okay, one okay, core value... Things, go. One core value we have mm-hmm. is that, like, we really will judge a person based on their their self-awareness. And that, again, whenever I say self-awareness, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, like, if one of the people that we just rip into the most is someone who thinks she's the most organized person in the world and has approximately three tasks to do per month. Yeah. But she's like, I'm so productive. So I think it's just like, we, we are like, just own what you do. Yeah. And it pisses us off when people are like, I'm amazing at this, but like, you aren't. Yeah. You're not. Something else that we have in common is that I've noticed a lot of the time we will dislike people for very genuine reasons. Like things that are like actually indicate like a messed up person who doesn't align with our values, like very real reasons. Mm. But if we have to, if we're asked why we don't like this person, we both instantly think of the petty things. Yeah. Like we don't go into like all these really deep things, but we'll be like, oh my God, like she did this one thing one time and everyone's like, and you hate her, like, that much for that one thing. I'm like, oh, no, no, she did all these really fucked up things, too. Yeah, this is why. Because whenever someone... petty. Because, like, people do stupid shit all the time. You cancel me, like, a thousand times, right? But, yes, our genuine reasons that make us pick up on the petty about people are, like, very real, like, core value-based things. Yeah. But we can never think of those when people are like, why don't you like this person? Because too much to get into. And yeah, it's, like, a hassle, and I'd rather just be like, she did this one shit thing, like, is that enough for you? So at one point, we literally were like, are we going to need to sit down and put together a document on each of these people? <laughs> so, like, and I, that sounds like a joke, but we were for a while, we were like, we're going to have to put together a fucking dossier on each of these people. Because sometimes we forget as well. We just, because we repeat the petty ones <laughs> yeah. and we only remember the petty ones. And because they keep doing stupid shit. Like recently, Maddie and I talked about someone else like, oh yeah, like, I don't even know, like, you know, why I stopped talking to them. Maddie's like, here's all these fucked up things they did. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so yeah, one of the things we have in common is that. Um, another one is, oh, we both like to really understand how our brains work and like mm. why we're motivated by different things. Yeah. So like Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and star signs and all that. And then also getting upset about the fact that it does turn out most of our personality is just having ADHD. ADHD. That's right. <laughs> that's another thing we have in common, but that's a bit of a cop out. Yeah. Um, um, another thing we have in common, you know what, Maddie? We love to travel. I was going to say that. Oh, well, you can't now. Oh, I said it. Um, we love to travel. We love to see the world. You know what's something that's crazy? What's crazy, Maddie? After we wash our hair, <laughs> we both put our hair into really ugly Wednesday Adams braids mm-hmm. while it's still wet. Yeah. But for opposite reasons. Kiki crazy for you. Fiona does it to make her hair wavier, and I do it so my hair doesn't go too curly. That's so wild. And isn't that crazy? I think the other thing that we have in common that we have somehow not said in this is that we are both batshit insane. <laughs> Like, with scheming, with the moon cult, with all of that, we're just on, like, the same level of, like, being insane about things Mm -hmm. that I think cannot be matched by anyone else. Because, like, they start to get into it and they're like, this is fun. Ha ha. And we're like, no, but seriously, my life is run by. I think it's the, the sort of thing gold. where, like, when pe- if someone has, like, two Shih Tzus, they'll look at the Shih Tzus and be like, these are such different dogs, but everyone else is like, it's two Shih Tzus. Yeah. It's like that. Where we're, like, we're completely different people, but other people are like, you're both insane. Yeah. Yeah. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Two things. Mm hmm. 
and they're really obvious basic ones, but the fact that I was born into the family I have with the parents I have, yeah, and my physical health. That's li- that's the boring answer. Yeah, this is the real answer. Yeah, and honestly, same because I think I think health is the main one because health is the one thing money cannot buy. I mean, yeah. in America, probably the fact that I'm able to like live a comfortable life even when I'm like struggling and stuff, knowing that I have. Like, people around me who support me yeah, is, I'm like... Yeah, always just, like, even if I fuck everything up, like, I'm never gonna be just out on the streets because of my family. Yeah. And I don't mean that as in, like, we're billionaires. I mean, like, I can stay <laughs> at my parents' house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because my... I think my answer a couple of years ago would have been, like, just my... My my brain... And, my brain is a big one. Of course. Like, my brain That's and my part skills. Of but, like, if I didn't have my environment and my health, that wouldn't be useless That'd be nothing, me. yeah. God, we're so old. Yeah, honestly... Oh, take four minutes and tell your partner your life stories in as much detail we as possible. Know. We How about we do know. one minute? Okay. I'm going to do a stopwatch so I can just tell you to stop. All right. Three, two, one, go. I was born in Indiana in the USA to two Australian parents after a decade of trying to have a baby. Here is me, the miracle child. When I was three and a half, we moved to Perth. When I was five, we moved to Boston and I became American immediately. Uh-oh. Then we moved back to Australia when I was 10. And this is where the story really begins. I was a fun little guy. I had ADHD. It was in all my school reports and no one fucking picked up on it. I have talents everywhere. I did violin for a bunch of years and then I quit it because I hated practicing. I played soccer at one point um, and then I graduated high school. Didn't play soccer in high school. Went to uni. I fell in love with a bunch of boys. Many of them from different countries. Um, I did YouTube for a while. Guys, this sucks. Um, I have a <laughs> university degree. I had dogs. One of them died in a really traumatic way. Um, well, one of them's still thriving. My parents are divorced. So divorced. I'm like, how did you ever even become friends? Mm. But they're on fine terms. They both came to my graduation. Um, and now I'm dating Will. And I am just really... I don't want to get old. That's it. Well done. That was one minute. All right. Um, there were a lot of mistruths in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, there was only one. And it said, I don't want to get old. I was like, I'm free. I don't want to be 28 yet. But I do want to get old. I'd love to be 100. Yeah. I just wanted to unjinx that. That's fair. Oh my god, wait. Yeah? Can I just point out, I literally said it was all going to be moving. I missed out several moves. I also moved yeah. back to America on my gap year, and then I lived in London for a There's a lot of time. pressure in a, in a minute. You never know what's going to happen. But I managed to get the time I played soccer from ages five to nine in there. Thank fuck. <laughs> Guten Morgen, my name is Fiona. I was born in Melbourne, and then we moved to like six different places before my sister was even born two years later. Um, which, by the way, I'm an oldest, oldest child, oldest daughter. Um, and then we moved to New Zealand when I was five. And then we moved back to Australia when I was 10-ish. Like, I was almost 10. And at my 10th birthday party, we invited this girl who was really weird. And she just played with pipe cleaners in the, Ew. like, basement area. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and then I moved to Nepal. Like, I was in boarding school. So I was, like, in boarding school for part of the year. And then Nepal for, like, school holidays and other parts of the year. And then when I finished school, I moved to Germany. Because people were like, you can't move to Germany. I was like, screw you. I'm moving to Germany. Because I was not like other girls and then I got in a relationship in London then I started just living between Melbourne and London for a few years and then I started dating a girl who I met in France and then she, but she was from LA so we did long distance London to LA then I moved to Sydney then I moved to Asia but then COVID happened then I moved back to Melbourne also by the way I was living with Maddie for a lot of the times in Melbourne um and I only played soccer for one year but then my dad forgot to hand in the form the year after because I broke my arm there we go <laughs> so those are our lives you know everything about us now and most importantly you know our history with soccer if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Are we talking superpowers or, like, realistic? I think realistic. Okay. And mine would be just discipline. 
Just the mm-hmm. ability to be like, I'm going to do that and just do it. Mm-hmm. And that would cover concentration. That would cover just going to sleep at a normal time. Be great. Fair. Well, I think mine would be like naturally more fitter. Like Nat- just more fitter. More fitter. <laughs> just being around like Riley, like her base level is just so much higher just from like her, her existing. Yeah. There are people who just have high base level. And also when I've been a lot fitter, I have... It's easier to do exercise then once yes. you're in the routine of that it. That is how the human body works. Yeah. yeah. So like I would just like honestly just really like the ability to like run 5k and then I'll take it from there. Don't worry. I'll do the rest. Um, See I reckon I've got that covered with discipline. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future or anything else, what would you want to know? I wouldn't want to know anything. Yeah neither. I would not want to know anything. Yeah. Is there something you've that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? Um, so many things. Yeah. yeah. You've got a big, got big a boy lot. list. I've got a lot of them. Um, Tell us a couple, Maddie. Okay, Tell um, a couple of failed dreams that you have. Here we go, guys. This is going to be great. Um, what haven't I done? <laughs> okay. The big one is music. Never done anything with music. And the reason mm. I haven't done that is, first of all, crippling self-doubt. Like, just the inability. Because of On American Idol. Just because you are a very, you are actually talented. That's the thing. And I know that. And, also, an like, and it's also because I wouldn't lie to you about it. Like, we literally, like, our entire thing is just making fun of people for doing things like yeah. that. So I would tell you. And, like, I've, you know, I've had enough people back me up on this one that I'm like, it's probably not a lie. Mm. However, I think seeing people on American Idol when I was growing up that were just so fucking bad and yeah. having people telling them they were good ruined my entire brain yeah and now i'm like "Mm, i don't know but yeah it is just crippling self-doubt coupled with i can never choose what thing to go after because there are too many yeah and so i just i just get real confused yeah just get paralyzed so that's my big one um my second one is just like writing a book but i'm doing that now yeah i don't know i think i like go i do go after things but like slowly and i get muddled up in the middle fair but that's my big one i'm trying to think like anything i've dreamed of doing there's a reason I haven't done it, and it's because the time isn't right. Like, yeah. I really want to go to Antarctica, but I can't do that in an environmentally friendly way yet, so mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Or, like, I really want to skydive, but just the opportunity hasn't presented itself. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? If you'd asked me this three years ago, I would have had heaps. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, mm, I don't know, I'm a bit tired. Um, I, th- I honestly think mine is, and I'm sorry for such a boring cop-out answer, but the work that I've done in therapy fair because that has changed like my view of myself how other people perceive me it's helped me in my relationships like not just like romantic but like friendships and everything like how I communicate um and all of that so I think my biggest accomplishment is being able to unwork loads of things that I didn't even like there were some which were like whoa hey there glaring issue like this is why I'm in therapy but through the work there I've managed to also identify things that I think are just fully normal and then my therapist is like, oh, honey, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that's probably my biggest accomplishment because that has opened me up to so many other things. Like because of that, I'm able to be better at work and able to have a healthier relationship and all that. So yeah. I, I would put it down to that, I think. I don't know. I think I'm just like proud of just the overall oeuvre of everything I've created. Just the vibe. Yeah. Because if I look at, if, if I look at like my YouTube videos or I look at my old blog posts or I look at like mm. my songs or whatever... I'm like, this is all stuff that I am proud of. So, like, your Even creative if it's output. Like the birdhouse tag, I'm like, that's ab- that fucking Iconic. slaps. Yeah. So, I think, and it, I don't necessarily think that it's like, yeah, I'm really proud that I made the birdhouse tag. But I think it's just like being able to translate 
what's in your head what's in my head and like make things that are actually interesting and make sense specifically from me yeah that's fair yeah and also like using sad things and making them into creative masterpieces <laughs> what do you value most in a friendship um can i just say vibe yeah i was gonna say vibe <laughs> i think for I think... me it's like just no, I, th- I think it's just a basic understanding of who you are as a person mm-hmm. is the most important thing. Because for me, I could literally go three years and just forget to talk to someone. And so yeah. like, that's one of my favorite people. And those people, like, they, they understand that. Yeah. It's not usually three years, but like, it can be. Yeah. And it's also the, the same thing as like, if something's going on with me, they like understand who I am as a person. So there's not like a weird like tiptoeing around being like, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. I think it's just just an understanding. You get each other. And yeah. That's it. I think as well, just a, like having a support system, like people who are there for you hmm. and who want to like support you through what you're doing, like whether it's good or bad, whether it's like. Yeah, good or bad, as long as they're, like, on your team. Like, you feel like you have, like, a team around you. Yeah. What is your most treasured memory? Fuck, man. I feel like right now my most treasured memory is just, like, that island I was on before the pandemic hit. Because I was just, like, on a little fucking deserted island, eating watermelon and mango, chilling in hammocks and reading, and it was just so chill. And before that, I hadn't really known chill because I really sucked at switching off work. And then the pandemic hit. So, like, that's just, like, sitting there as a little, like, oasis in mm-hmm. all the chaos. I'm like, wow, that was so nice. I couldn't name specifically one, but I know for sure it would be something, like, with a guy from in my early 20s. Fair. What does friendship mean to you? Fuck. Like, not having to think about the answer to that question? I think friendship means a lot to me, because, like, my whole life I've always relied on my friends. Mm. Like, my friends have always been the ones who are, like... Because I went to boarding school as well. I'd have to go to friends' houses on the weekends. And I had, like, really solid friendship groups. And now I have a really good support system as well. So I think it's just, like, that's where I found my support network most of my life. Mm. So they mean a lot. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have a weird thing where, like, I do care about my friends a lot. (laughs) You're like, okay, I swear. (laughs) But, like, in a way where, like, I'm I'm not, like, love my friends. Yeah, you're you're more of, like, a chill vibe I'm just very self-contained. But, like, if I actually care about someone, I would murder for them yeah like you talk you talk to the people that you actually care about once every few months yeah no but that's what i mean that like you're going you're going to actually talk to them and you're going to talk shit about them and stuff like you're not like i hate all my friends (laughs) what roles do love and affection play in your life Uh, like a big one yeah like i fixate on like love as a concept a lot (laughs) like honestly like romantic love to me is the most interesting thing in the world Mm -hmm. yeah i think yeah love and affection are big in my life riley and i are both very like physically affectionate people yeah so like that's just like our vibe i'm very very affectionate but with exclusively whoever i'm dating that is it yeah (laughs) like i'm not like a cuddler with friends yeah whereas like i'll like hug my friends and cuddle my friends and hold hands with my friends like that's Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Let's just do three. That's so many. It's really hard to do this on brand. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Okay. Because I'm the nicer one. I've got a really easy one and I'm the nicest one because I'm going first. Okay. And it is that you are very... You're a go-getter. Oh, thanks, Maddie. You know? You'll talk about it and then you'll go out and do it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, You are very creative. 
Thank and you. you have very good visions for like what you want to do. Um, oh god, it's again my turn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's one of those things where like when I'm like I'm like affectionate and like do like vulnerable shit with everyone. The way that Maddie and I communicate is different to how I communicate with most of my friends. Where this we're is like, the thing when people are like, "You guys are friends," I'm like. You don't understand the fact that neither of us interacts with each other in the way we interact with our friends. Yeah. This is a weird sibling, father, son. Yeah, there's a different dynamic here. So business partner, mama, just works best. Um, Riling will always roast us because they're like, you talk all day. You have several projects. And I'm like, that means fucking nothing. No, it's a different (laughs) dynamic. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say something so rude. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) say? Say it. I'll let you guess if it's true or not. Oh my god. <laughs> that You can't do that! <laughs> but as my automatic response to that, I was just be like, mm. but I mean, like, if you weren't in my life, I wouldn't really mind. You would mind. Are you gonna cry? No, I, I, I am a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna cry, but I'm like, rude! Everyone's just like, oh my god, that was the meanest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, anyway, back to nice things about you. Thank you, yep. <laughs> Give it a go. This is one that comes into play right now. You're very good at being the bigger person. Oh my god, yes, I am. Yeah, absolutely. Like, whenever I have one of us has a giant bitch tantrum, (laughs) you're the one that's like, let's just, like, be mature about this, even if you're like, you're a crazy little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. You're great at scheming. Oh, thanks. No, that, no, that is a quality. Like, you're ambitious. You have, like, your goals. Mm. And you, like, that is actually something. I, like, that's why we have each other because Matt, like, Will and Riley are never going to fucking get on our level of like, hello universe, hello tarot. That's true, they both really are such non-believers. Yeah. What have I said already? Bigger person. Mm-hmm. I forget the other ones I was overshadowed by you saying you don't want me in your life. <laughs> I didn't say that. I think if you'll listen Go back get her. to this, Go get her. you'll hear that I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I prefaced it by saying, it's mean. <sighs> and then you were like, that was mean. And I was like, yeah, I signposted it. <laughs> A positive attribute. Mm-hmm. I do have them, but there's a little man in my brain going, no, no. Why? No. I'm just in a re- recalcitrant mood, I think, now. I've muddied the waters of the vibe by telling you I wouldn't care if you weren't in my life. Well, I think bring them, bring it back. Try, <laughs> try and unmuddy those waters, Maddie. <laughs> I think you just need to say them. We've got to get them out. I've got the little Rumpelstiltskin in my head going, mm-mm. No, tell tell Rumpelstiltskin no. The viewers are falling in love with us today. Jeez. It's time. Should I say my last one for you before I forget it? Because it's come in and out of my head. Okay. Um, I think that you are way more, like, compassionate and left-leaning sort of thing than people give you credit for. Because I think that, like, your persona can sometimes make you seem like you wouldn't care as much about... Things like Black Lives Matter mm. or, like, trans rights and shit like that. Which is, like, people. Yeah, that people, then you actually do. I'd be surprised if anyone thought that I was, like, right-wing. Oh, I, I don't think anyone thinks you're right-wing. I just, like, I've had, like, conversations, like, I've had conversations with people where they've been surprised at, like, how left-leaning you were. They'd be like, what does Maddie think of this? I'm like, she's obviously very much for this kind yeah, of thing. I yeah. just think it's, like, the most obvious shit in the world. I think yeah. my attitude is very much, like everyone's idiots but like everyone's idiots for thinking that like people shouldn't have fundamental rights exactly yeah anyway so that's your your final positive attribute um your final positive attribute is that you're very resilient thank you the last two are things for putting up with you 
Like, no, I wasn't even thinking about myself for resilient. <laughs> I was thinking about various other traumas in your life that I didn't even have any any, any contribution to. Thank you. As if you're like the main traumas in my life is just Maddie. <laughs> yeah, you're, no, you're, you're, you're a big trauma, Maddie. Well, you done. know what is the funniest thing in the entire world? What? That in order to get me to say one positive word about you, mm-hmm. we had to take a moment of me saying, I'm not sure if I'd care if you just weren't in my life. I and know. then talk about how I'm so empathetic. That's really fucking funny. Like, that is so funny. People who are listening might be like, wow, Maddie's a bitch. Mm. And they are not wrong, no. (laughs) But, like, in general, I don't think you love vulnerability when it's, like, real vulnerability. I like it when it's control. Yeah, and so, like, if you can be like, hey, guys, like, I'm gonna, like, be vulnerable and, like, talk about my ex-boyfriend, more than fine for you. But when it's something that you consider to be actually vulnerable... Like, maybe saying something nice to me. You're like, defense mechanism, I wouldn't care if you weren't in my life. You'll never meet my children. I'm like, okay, Maddie. Like, (laughs) I just, I know the way you function. So, if anyone's wondering why I'm not, like, in a ball of tears right now, that's just because I'm like, this is, this is Maddie. I'm sure I've said words. Hmm? Yes. (laughs) Okay, well, we got through showing a positive attribute. (laughs) Three instead of five, but yeah, we did it. We did it. Um, Make three true we statements each. For instance, we both in this room are feeling X. What? Okay. Didn't I think we just, like, just say that? I, mean, I think it's like they're doing it in different ways. Like the last one was like, we have this in common. Now it's like, we are both okay. this thing. So we're like unifying and okay. falling in love or whatever. I would say we both mm-hmm. want the listeners of this podcast oh my fucking God. to genuinely know that if we were emotionally affected by what has just happened, we would discuss it off the podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and we would have just edited around it. We are both motivated to how do how do I say this? We both have an idea for what we want in life, and that's what drives us a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like we both have a standard of living that we aspire to, yeah, and that we want to get, and that is honestly what drives us most of the time. I think it used to be mostly boys for you, yeah, but now you're locked one down. But that was part of another a whole different picture. But that also is part of like the life that you see yeah. for yourself. So I think that what motivates both of us in general is having this certain quality of life that we can both clearly envision for ourselves. Yeah. And we work towards that rather than being like, I hope it happens. Yeah. We both inherently believe that ultimately if someone is shitty, it will come out. Yep. Like, I think we're, we're waiting. We're not like super naive about it, but I think we both have like an inherent belief that like wait it out. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. I think as well, we both, we both genuinely believe in the universe, and moon cult shit, out. and things working out, and just like, not a high power in a god sense necessarily, but just like, there's Some a, sort of, there's a vibe in the universe, and we both believe in it, and I think more than our partners would like us to. <laughs> Yeah. Like, we played off sometimes with Riley. I'm like, no, no, it's just like, it's good to have guidance. And then I'm like, making my full, like, 12 year business plan yeah. and doing a tarot card for each quarter. And Riley's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, if it wasn't real, then why have I got a skimming month when the moon and the tarot align for it? <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, I think we both believe in that more than some people wish we would. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We both have a really weird balance of like extreme self assuredness and like, rippling doubt <laughs> like it is a seesaw yeah. i've had to start um remembering like snobby bitch fiona mm. because having some doubt about a thing that i'm launching for my business soon and i literally was like no 
why would I think that way? Yeah, of course it's going to happen because, like, ew, why wouldn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I just have to snap back into that personality. Yeah. But that is very much, like, we both have those, like, two extremes. Yeah. But I think a lot of people probably exist in the middle. We are both naturally very creative people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, the thing that's been written on our report since kindergarten. Mine's been creative and outgoing. I don't think you got the latter. No, mine was creative and distracts everyone. Yeah, the creative yeah. distracts everyone outgoing. So they probably were, like, outgoing, but in a really But they didn't realize. Way. Yeah. yeah. I think I have one more each. You know what, my last one? Keeping it simple. We both really love cold weather. Winter, <laughs> it's a vibe. And we're here for it. Hmm. You know what? <laughs> yeah, Maddie? I'm going to win the audience back. From oh earlier, where the sensitive ones decided I was mean. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, God, it's already flown out of my head. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we both are very happy to talk shit about each other to each other. But mm-hmm. were we in a situation where, like, for instance, in an Uber with that fucking guy. Yeah. If he tried to say something about the other one of us that was just not true, we would be like, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, like... We are good at taking things up with each other, and also, if anyone else tried to talk shit about one of us, we'd be like, actually, um, you're fucking wrong. I don't know if you have it, Maddie's a billionaire with a billion dollars in her business right now. And she may say some hurtful things sometimes, but that's all part of the charm. (laughs) Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share... Dot, dot, dot. A billion dollars. Two billion dollars. So many billion dollars. (laughs) You know what mine is? I just wish I had someone with whom I could share... Like, outdoor camping trips, van life stuff, because Riley absolutely doesn't want it. Liam doesn't want it. You don't want No one close in my life wants that for yeah, me. Yeah, Will wants that, but I don't see you two I don't think together. Will and I would go on a van trip. No. So, sorry, Will, if you've been listening and been like, oh, maybe she'll say me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she'll say, wait, Will wants to go on a van. Yeah. But, like, I always say that's the main thing missing, where I just need, like, one close friend who will go on, like, a two-week van trip with me and we don't share. It's disgusting. I cannot wait. So that's what I wish I could share with someone. Because I don't want to go by myself. I mean, I can't drive. So I actually cannot go, <laughs> I cannot go by myself. Yeah. But also, it's, like, more fun to share it with You'd someone. You'd get murdered if you went alone. Yeah. Um, this is where my only child really comes out. Because yeah. all the things I'm thinking are, like, things that I could then take off, take back to my hole by myself. Yeah. Or, like, things, like, I could share a trip to Europe with because i want to go to europe or like a nice yeah. uncovered free you starbucks have, session you have people you can share those things with yeah yeah i think the thing is because you have fewer social needs yeah and because you're quite particular you've met them like yeah. you if, i think that most needs that you have that involve people i've got them sorted you've sorted them yeah so you're kind of chill and like i also don't have like relationships in my life where i feel like i can't Go to Starbucks with Talk, them or go to Europe. Or, 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 like, even if I was, like... Like, I don't have any emotional needs that aren't being met. No. Yeah. So I'm, like... I And I also just like being by myself. Yeah. So everything I think of is, like, yeah, like, a billion dollars or, like, just something that I can enjoy by myself. Okay. If you are going to become a close friend with your partner, ugh, please share what would be important for him or her to know. Um, I thought we never used that terminology. I, I'm reading a question, Maddie. I know. And you also made some vomit noises. So yes. it's not always me. Um, <laughs> I think the main, the important thing that we figured out very fast mm-hmm. is that I just need time by myself. Yeah. Um, what's one for me? Um, we've been through some real dark shit together, guys. So there's a lot that but we it's know like, about what do you, each other. Yeah, it's like, but what do you need to know that like, 
will help that close friendship to flourish. That sometimes it would seem to other people probably like you're being like fake nice or like you're being, um, what's that word? Um, patronizing. Okay, yeah. I would imagine people that don't know you would be like, Mm -hmm. you're being overly, like, fake nice, but it's not fake nice. Yeah, I actually am, like, really, like, when I meet viewers and shit, like, I'm genuinely really excited. I didn't mean that. But, but, like, but if I'm at a party and I'm, like, talking to people and being friendly. Yeah. That's just me, because I like talking to people and being friendly. Yeah. Um, I also think two things is, they're almost contradictory. Mm -hmm. One, work is very important to me. Mm -hmm. So I will often very often prioritize like that's something I have to work through in my relationship like me being like I will work late hours I'll do anything for my career and Riley's like I'm here though <laughs> um so one my career is very important to me but two I'm a relative I reckon I'm a relatively needy friend mm-hmm. like I like to talk to because like I feel like you talk to Will and I on yeah. a high level and huh? that's it that's yeah it. and that's it whereas like for me like with all of my friends I'm like voice note text call like I call I have phone calls with my friends, like, three times a week minimum. Yeah. Like, overall friends, not, like, every friend gets three calls a week. But I'm, yeah, I'm just, like, a very needy person. I like to talk to people. I like to be surrounded by people. Because mm. I'm just extroverted, social. And you like to have, like, scheduled in, like, every single week we do a brunch. every Like, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm just, like, a very social. And also, like, I prior, like I prioritize my friendships a lot. Like, I really appreciate them. And I think that's one thing that was hard going into a relationship because my whole life has been work and friends. Yeah. And now I guess because like, you know, she's loved my life and I'm going to marry her or whatever. I have to give her one night a week. Oh, <laughs> summer. But yeah, like I just was not used to that. So I both, I'm really, um, my work is really important, but also I'm super fucking needy. Question 28. We're getting so close. Tell you, <laughs> tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. Saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. We've already done this. This is why we have to do it over and over. <laughs> the audience is sitting there being like, what do you mean? These people are so uncomfortable saying something nice about each other. It's just our dynamic. Oh, fuck. I'm definitely more comfortable with it than you are, though. Because you have, like, an actual thing, like, flagging in your brain. Whereas, like, I'm just like, this is icky and I don't like it. Yeah, I have, like, an a- there's, like, something wrong with my brain. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I don't like my emotions touching other people's. Yeah. That's, That's what I, I mean. broke up with my high school boyfriend after like a month. Okay? So I'm saying about vulnerability. You're fine with vulnerability when you're talking about your exes, but when it's actual shit, you mm-hmm. hate it. Yeah, because that's my feelings alone. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Saying nice things again. Um, yes, it's uh, one thing. Oh shit, but now one thing that, more specific. One thing that you like about them and something that you wouldn't say to someone you've just met. So you can't be like, I like your hair or whatever. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I know you wouldn't say you like <laughs> It's annoying as well because we've already, I feel like we've already worked out all the big goals. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we've already tried to be vulnerable with and you guys. more so than that. Like, I could come up with this more for so the other funny. categories. I, could, I can't imagine someone else watching, like, listening to this. I could like, come what? up with other, like, for the other categories because those are like, I can say the nice thing, but I'm not saying that I personally like that. <laughs> I can see it and identify it, but I don't feel a thing about that. Yeah. You know you're going to like me. <laughs> um... <laughs> And again, I really am putting the rule on myself that it can't be something about how you interact with me. Yeah. Because that, again, is me trying to be yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to do that as well. Because the thing is, right, we're, we're on the same level about a lot of things. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of where we connect. But there must be things that we also like about each other. But there are also things we like about ourselves. That's what I that's mean. Like, I'm like, like, I was like, I really love, like, your, like, aesthetics with moon cult stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but that's... 
very directly linked to a thing that we do together. Yeah. If this were a competition, mm-hmm. if there were two other people it's not sitting, by the way. but if there were two <laughs> other people sitting next mm-hmm. to us and they were like, "We're gonna do so well at this," we would smash this out of the park. Yeah. But because we've done this voluntarily and it's not a competition, mm, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. Um, just know that I've probably at this point edited out about like twenty minutes of silence of us thinking. Yeah. Okay. I like. Your and like I know this is gonna sound like a cop out, but I'm getting more specific because it isn't a cop out. Mm-hmm. I like your general curiosity about the world and wanting to learn more things. Like you want to travel, you want to understand people's minds, you want to understand how to express yourself creatively and put that out there. So even though you're a very contained person and you don't like talking to a lot of people, mm-hmm. I do think you have a lot of curiosity outside of yourself. I do love learning. Yeah. So I think that's, like, a really positive attribute, and that is something I like about you. Thank you. (laughs) Now it's my turn. (laughs) This is where it's stepping on an actual vulnerability. Mm. Because you don't like to admit that you like me. Sometimes I do. Yeah, but in general, you'll be like, I don't like her. I just talk to her all day. And have a podcast with her and start several businesses with her. And we fly back and forth to Melbourne. Where, and I still don't agree that we're friends. Like, I'm not, you know, railing Will, if you're listening, this is not ammo for you. No, I think but what I'm... we're proving here right now is that this is a very... There was a parent-child relationship in a past life. Yes, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think that you like to admit that you like me. And that's a vulnerability thing. So that's why it's hard for you to break through and find something you like about me. Because that has to means you have to admit that you like me. Yeah. <laughs> necessarily i could name positive attributes about a dictator you know you could you often do surprise and a surprisingly amount of time you will <laughs> but there's always a qualifier if i don't agree <laughs> what do you like about me the person who is not a dictator and you talk to every day and you're like mm, sorry can't do it and the thing is it's not that i'm <laughs> like therapy so bad <laughs> yeah there is a little rumpelstiltskin in my brain batting away like words <laughs> Like, literally, Dennis Rumpelstiltskin, like, the Shane Dawson animation from Shrek 4. That's exactly the one I'm imagining. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, the so this is what I say when Maddie's like, you're never going to meet my children. I'm like, okay. It's because you're Look, like... Logistically, it'll probably happen. <laughs> but I just see that as a win for you. And, like, I don't want to give you the satisfaction of meeting Thanks my child. so much, Maddie. Okay, like, I, do, I can admit that it likely will happen. Okay. What is it? I'm gonna fucking like shop at your house in the middle of the night and be like, show them to me. Fuck. Okay. Um. It really is the qualifier of like me not making anything about how we interact because that's a hard and fast rule I'm giving myself here. Yeah, I know. I I I appreciate you doing that hard work. I know well, there. I know that there are things. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm like this is genuinely the hardest task ever. Yeah. It's like my brain has Rubble Stillskin sitting in it going no. No, no, like it's got little big ping pong hands. Um, it's all about me, fuck. Okay, I've got one. Uh-huh. This is vaguely about me, but it's also something that applies when it's not with me. Okay, thank you. I like that you are genuinely excited to hear about what other people are doing. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a nice thing when like, if someone's like, like you're like, how are you? And someone says how they're doing and like, you're excited to hear that answer. Yeah. Where small talk for me is excruciating. Yeah. Because like, I care about how they're doing, but I'm not going to get that answer from that question. Yeah. And I care about what they're up to, but I'm not going to get that answer from that question. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're just like, you, you are interested in people. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that 
because it it's a natural you. foil, you know? It's a good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I've not heard that one come out of your mouth before, and I didn't actually think about that before. So I do appreciate that one. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. The thing is, right, I don't have that many, like... Yeah, I just, I genuinely, and not, like, I haven't done things that people would consider embarrassing. Or both very, like, shake it off people, like... Yeah, I'm just like, lol, like, especially, honestly, anything I did on the internet before 2014, cr- I mean, before the 2015, cringe, but, like... Still, sometimes. Yeah, fair. Um, but I'm kind of just like, yeah, that's, like, who I was, what I was dealing with. But it's not the same as, like, embarrassing. Actually, no, I think embarrassing is... Like, and in specifically the tone of the TikTok was like, I'm not embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Is um, my personality in 2011. Because <laughs> I had, like, just finished school, moved to Germany. And I can say this all as if I'm, like, a fucking cool-ass person. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I moved to Germany on a whim and then I had a boyfriend in London. But looking back at, like, my personality then and the type of person I was trying to be... Because I was suddenly surrounded by, like, all these fucking cool YouTubers in this, like, internet world. It's just the webcam videos with the side fringe for me. It's just, yeah. it, there's so much that I think, I think it's because it was not me. That's not an embarrassing like, moment. Because it's, it's like, Yeah, it's not like, oh my god, I fell down some stairs. But, like, that's the closest I can get because it it wasn't me. Like, other cringe moments of me have been me. And I'm like, you know what? That's the thing. We do embarrassing shit, but we style it out. I'd say the closest I've come is... Yeah. I'll say the name of the guy, but... My, mine will all just be, like, me just being so fucking pathetic with guys. But, like, <laughs> the time when that is embarrassing is when it is to them. So, okay. there was one time. Mm-hmm. Remember the <laughs> thing? And I don't remember <gasps> what. I don't, I don't I just, remember, like, lay down. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what the message was that I sent. But I remember showing you a message I'd sent him and being like, this is so fucking bad. And, and you'd be like, like yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't remember the, I, but I remember the feeling. I remember the yeah. feeling. Oh, because it's message. like that really weird, uncomfortable look at like whatever the fuck little sad goblin lives inside me. Yeah. And it's like, ha here's a message for a boy. And then I read it back and I'm like, who the fuck said this? Yeah. Who said this? But the thing is, we already know all that and it's stuff that I, I can't. I can't tell that story out loud because first of all, I don't remember the details, but I remember the feeling, and I remember us both being like, "That's so fucking." Yeah, but bad. that's like that's the closest we've got because I feel like yeah, every other time we've styled it out or, like, 2011 to me is embarrassing because I'm like, that's not my personality. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be someone else. By the time 2012 rolls around, I'm still me. I'm doing embarrassing shit, but at least it's me, and I don't really care. And, and I'm it's like, also not like an embarrassing moment. It's just like life. We're weird. Yeah. When did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? Oh my god, I've realized something so fucked up. What? I hate to cry in front of Will. Like, I hate it. Oh no. But not in like, <laughs> if it's something about like, me and Will are having a discussion about our of relationship, course. then I'm fine to do it. Yeah. But for instance, watching the Kamala speech, I was like, I will not cry at this speech <laughs> while my boyfriend's in the room. Cannot show my boyfriend a three is a sign of weakness. But that's like, so fucked up. Yes. Because it's like, <laughs> if it's about us, like, I'll sob, I don't care. Yeah. But literally, I think it does come down to, like, I, my veil of, like, secrecy and mystique is everything to me. It's so dumb. So even if he, <laughs> I'm fine with him knowing that I cried at that, but if he's there in that moment, and I'm, like, tearing up, and he can hear what I'm hearing, and why, what is affecting me, I'm like, I'd rather fucking die. Crucify me now. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine? So, like, yesterday, but in a fucked up way. <laughs> the last time I cried by myself was, um... You know, we've already admitted this. 
the last time, because it was towards the end of it, was probably well seen to call a play after Joe Biden's speech. <laughs> um, and in front of another person would have been last night with Riley. I just like had an anxiety trip moment. Yeah. And then she just like said one thing and I was like, oh, you hate me. And then I just started crying and then we went for a walk and it was fine. Um, yeah. Also, did you know that people with ADHD have sensitivity, rejection sensitivity? I found that out this week as well from like a meme. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Riley and I learned that a while ago because sometimes she'll say something and I'm like, oh, so you hate me and you wish to divorce me forever. This like, is like my thing where like if Will and I are going in the car somewhere together and he will like go downstairs and wait at the car, I'm like, so it's over. <laughs> um... Tell your, some, tell your partner something you like about them already. So the same as the last question. Oh, fuck. Yeah, these ones. Okay. okay. No, no, we're going to do it. We can do, we can do more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And I've done one now. Um, literally in my head, I see the face of that Shrek Rumpelstiltskin yeah. just sitting. And he's just saying, tell your hater. Tell you, tell you rather die before she meets your kids. Okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. Something that I... Tell your partner something you like about them already. I am liking how willing you are to be vulnerable for this because I know that this does not come easy to you and I'm enjoying it. We have done exercises before where we're like, let's write a list of good things about you and good things about me and like- True for like self-development and stuff. Areas for work. Yeah. We've done this before. I think it's because it's normally in a more schemey sense. But yeah, like I know this, this vulnerability doesn't come easy and I feel like this is fun to me in a way that it is if we like- went to a trampoline park. Oh my God. You know, it's like, wow, we're doing a fun activity that we don't normally do. It's, like, just a new thing. So I'm, like, kooky, crazy fun. Whereas you're, like, this is, like, to you if you went to a trampoline park. Where you're, like, this is hell. It's a trampoline park. I was, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you the the genre and you can help me figure out what the thing is. I'll help you try and compliment me, yes. I know know what it is, but I can't figure out a way to say it. Okay. I like that you are knowledgeable about things. Okay. But in, like, a weirdly understated way. Where it's like you just know a lot of the stuff. Like and what? And like work stuff. Okay. Yeah. Not like general knowledge. Yeah. I'd I'll say, say I'm on that Yeah, one. you've but, got the general knowledge box. But like yeah. you, you know, you know things, mm-hmm. but you don't, you're not out there being like, I know this, I know that, I know that. Mm-hmm. You're very much like, I will share this information with people if they want it. But like you don't assume that like you know best and everyone needs to hear what you're saying all the time. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I do think that's in a way that can be an area for improvement because sometimes you don't realize that you should be sharing the things. Yeah. But I do think that is a positive trait that like, I mean, just the fact that you know the stuff in the first place. Yeah. But also that like, you know a lot more than you would like let on. Yeah. And I I like to make judgment calls because I don't want people thinking that I'm being like, your social media sucks, I'm going to tell you how to do it. It's just like, if you want advice, I've I've got it all on my brain. Yeah. And I'm ready to help. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, I like that. I did so many hand movements like a praying mantis guys during that. She really did. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? I think anything that is joked... I think anything can be joked about in the right way. Yes. Punches up, not punches down. Yeah, and also in the sort of way where it's like, you don't joke about something that's like, very serious and like, in the realm of possibility. Yeah, when it's, like, like, joking but not or anything like that. I think it is just, like, it is, it is literally just know your audience. Yeah. And, like, like don't be don't be a racist. Yeah. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. Mm. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make one final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? 
So I think about this very often, like mm. a too much, amount, too yeah. much to the point where I think that at some point in my life, I'm going to pack a suitcase that will have stuff in it that I would grab and a little fire. go bag. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think it's just squirrel, which is like the soft toy I've had since day one. Honestly, I'm low key assuming I already have my phone on me. Like my phone yes. never leaves my hand. Yeah, Cause my, like I'd want to be like computer, but then no, everything's in the cloud. So I wouldn't yeah. need a computer. And then I'd be like passport and like all my, my fucking like social security card and stuff. But, like, my real answer, I'm, like, I attach so much to items. Yeah, sentimental value. I have so much, like, so many sentimental items. But this question, it, like, I think about this actively in my day-to-day life. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to have to buy, like, a fireproof safe when I'm older. And, like, I w- would literally pack a bag of things. I think you would put all of your journals into a fireproof safe. Yeah, what I would do, what would be in that go bag is, like, my fucking, like, blankie from when I was a child. And, yeah. like, key sentimental things like my 365 book where I did a page every single day for, like, a very significant year of my life. And, like, a picture book about Venice that I got from my grandparents. Like, it would yeah. it would be a lot of shit. Yeah. But I think that's very telling about me as Okay, a but you, you can get one item. It, for this case, you don't have a go bag. You're running back in. You grab one thing. What is it? And we're not thinking, like, practical, like, identity documents. Yeah, whatever. Because I'd have to do that. That would have to be my answer. Yeah. I can just go on instinct. Three, two, one. It would be, like, something. Like, it would be, like, a toy or it would be, like, a blank. <laughs> but one. One thing. It would be, like, a blankie or some shit blankie. like that. Cool. Where I'm, like, that is lit. But I have three. So, like, which I'll fucking blankie? I'll let you grab three. Yeah, I would grab squirrel. This is my worst nightmare, though. One time when I was in kindergarten... The most, one of the most, tra- the earliest trauma memory I have is when the fireman came and talked to my kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And then for a full week after that, I had like full like night terrors about my house burning down. So yeah, the most telling thing about me from this answer is that I am genuinely considering packing a fire suitcase. So I probably <laughs> will do that. All right, we're on to the final question. Really? Yeah. Wow. There were a lot about death that I skipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. So then basically tell me a problem in your life and let's hash it out. As, oh, already done as if we don't time. already do this. Um, but every problem that I have now, we've discussed so many times. Yeah. And none of them are fun, juicy ones. Okay, I will, I will start. Okay. I'm going to hash out an actual thing on the podcast. (laughs) When I've tried to talk to you about things that excite me recently in life, Mm -hmm. you've said, nope, I don't care. (laughs) Every time. And I actually don't like that. I think you know that. Yes. Because it's like big things in my life. Yes. And exciting things in my life. And I like to share that with people. Mm -hmm. And from my perspective, I don't see... How wide is that difficult to just hear? Because I'm not asking for you to like participate in them. Yes. Um, so that is a problem in my life. But this is also something like we have already touched upon this. Yeah. Obviously, this is not like a revelation. But I feel like we've mostly text about it. In my head, first of all, one of the main things you've been trying to talk to me about is like business related. Because right now I'm like, I can't think about my business. Like, and if yeah. I have to think about it, it's going to like just stress me out to the point where I'm like, I Paralyzed. can't deal with that. Yeah. That's why, because I'm like, it will make me feel panicked because I'm, I will then get like a shitload of guilt of like, why am I not focusing on my business? Why am I not doing this? And I'm like, I need to focus on over here and not over there. Yeah. And then in my brain, I'm also like, especially when it comes to like the, the other thing that also is linked to something that is stressful to me for a minute. Yeah. 
But it's more so that in my head, I'm like, you have so many other people that you would be saying the same stuff to. Like, you have other friends to talk to you about this. That's true. But I think you're, you know, it's, I still like to talk to you about it. But like, if I felt like you literally didn't have anyone else to talk to, then I would be like, I guess I should. But because I'm like, I could name like five other people Mm -hmm. that you would be talking to about that. Okay. That's, that's like, that's a perspective because from where I was seeing it, it was more like, it stressed you out, which I got that part, Mm -hmm. but no part of you was considering how I was feeling about that. But if you were like, she has other people to talk about it. No, it's because I was like, I know for a fact that you call like three people a day and I'm like, you (laughs) say the same stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I wasn't like, I need to be a big boy and get over this. I was like, for my own brain, I need to just keep that boundary for a second. Yeah. And also I'm aware that like, I am not the only person in the world that you would talk to about. Okay, cool. What's the problem in your life, Maddie? I don't know because I'm just so tired in general. I think my problem at the moment is just that I am, I am at capacity and I'm, I'm easily overwhelmed by anything. Yeah. There are many knots in your back to undo, but right now you're not in a place to acknowledge those and get to a masseuse. So I think that your main problem is just like your, not inability, because that's way too strong of a word, but like your current inability to be able to work on them because you need to do your, like, you need to do a small little stretches Mm -hmm. before you can pick up the phone to call the masseuse. Does that make sense? Yes. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I know what the areas are that I need to address. Yeah. But my concern is that once I start to address them, everything goes to shit and then I'm further behind than I already am. Yeah. So I think that you are aware there are problems, but you're not in a position to deal with them right now. I mean, I'm dealing with some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just as like a general theme. Yeah. But yeah. So I think, and so my advice for solving them is to, I don't know, do what you're doing. Like, once you're in a better position, remember that there are things to work through so that you can get those and then the next time there's hits like a fucking pandemic like everyone's in a shit of mental space now yeah. you'll have fewer knots yeah. so that you can stay in maintenance and then you get back to the masseuse and he's like oh there's only three knots this time yeah. fantastic so I think that is my advice for solving your problem that I identified for you because again we just know everything about each other it does sound a lot worse than it is yeah for sure <laughs> I don't want to be like, she's hiding so much pain. Like yeah. this song when they get um, kicked off um, Australia's Next Top Model. It's like, she lives in a different <laughs> world. And it's just like the close-ups of them packing their suitcases from Samsonite. Um, that's not the level we don't need to be like crying for me. If, if you want to send, send me a Samsonite. Because <laughs> he wants to send us a Samsonite suitcase. I don't need a fucking suitcase at this point. Oh, I could use it to pack my to things dream. for the fire. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, that's well, now yeah. we don't know each other that much better. You know what? I know things I did learn. One that you had considered me in the whole I want to talk to you about the thing and you didn't want to talk to me about mm-hmm. it, and that you like that I'm a people person. This yeah. was fun. This mm. was such a trampoline park energy for me. And Maddie is sitting here looking like a I'm wounded depleted. little rumpelstiltskin. Anyway, I'm so exhausted. She I'm really so is. Exhausted. Jeez. Cool. Well, let's just. I'll wrap it up for us. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HeyCabinFever. Maddie's going to be putting together some really painstaking graphics of her exposing vulnerability. I don't know what you're going to put for this uh, probably week. Probably nothing. I just literally, guys, I, the main difference between us is that after this conversation, Fiona's like energized and I'm like, I have never felt more drained in my life. Yeah, I'm such a peak extrovert. I'm like, wow, what a fun day. Oh my God. <laughs> wow.
Um, well, I'm going to go walk the dog. Um, I'm going to go try and stay awake until at least 7 p.m. I believe in you. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>